Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast. We're starting a brand new series, which I'm super excited about because this is brand new for me. This is not something I've ever really studied in terms of leadership, growth and development. And I've called it Faithful and Wise Management. And we, over the next six weeks, are going to be learning about how to manage the inheritance or the responsibilities that God has assigned to you. Now, our key text comes from the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 42, Jesus speaking to his disciples. And it says, the Lord answered, who then is the faithful and wise manager? That's where our title comes from, whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time. Now, that word manager is an interesting one. And we're going to be doing a bit of a word study on the word manager in the New Testament. Because that word, uh, it's a Greek word, aikonomos, whatever that means. But what's interesting in Greek is the way words are constructed. Now, the word manager is constructed from two words, the word house and the word regulations. In other words, a manager is someone who regulates a household. And that's very important. In fact, the other word that we'll see used interchangeably with the word manager is the word steward for stewardship. And stewardship is something that's critical for growth in the kingdom of God. So to be a good manager means to be a good steward, to be someone who governs a household well, sets in, part, sets in place the, uh, the routines, the structures, the order for growth in a household. So that's where we're going to be heading over the next couple of weeks. Why is it critical? Well, this passage for me is vital. In Exodus 23, verses 27 to 30, uh, God says this to the Israelites. They're about to move into the promised land and God is going to give them victory in the promised land. And this is what he says. I will send my terror ahead of you and throw into confusion every nation you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs and run. I will send the hornet ahead of you to drive the Hittites, Canaanites, Hittites out of your way. Amazing. God is speaking about how he's going to give them victory. There's going to be breakthrough, leadership, pioneering. But, verse 29 says, But I will not drive them out in a single year because the land would become desolate and the wild animals too numerous for you. Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. Isn't that interesting? It's almost as if God is saying, I can send the breakthrough. I can send enlargement. I can send growth. But the rate at which you can lead and advance is determined by your ability to possess that inheritance. Now, that's what management, that's what stewardship is really about. It's about your ability to possess what God has given you. And it's interesting, two things are mentioned. If you can't manage or steward well the inheritance God has given you, one, it'll become desolate. In other words, empty. In other words, nothing's happening. You haven't got the capacity to fill what God wants to give you. Or number two, wild animals will grow and take over that space. In other words, a fresh enemy will come and take back what God has already given you. So it's almost as if God's saying, I want to give you enlargement. I want to give you growth, but that's going to be determined by the rate or your ability to manage what you have already been given. Increase enough to possess the land. Now, I remember, for example, when we had the privilege of building a church building. We'd moved out of a school hall into our church building and God had blessed us. And in a very short space of time, the church attendance doubled. But 
we weren't ready. We didn't yet have the capacity to manage, to steward well the people God was sending us. So we had new visitors coming in. We had people getting saved, but our capacity, home groups, leadership, follow-up wasn't good enough. And so many who visited drifted away. Had we been ready, I believe we could have added them into the community and built the church much better. That's why for me, this is such a critical topic. So why is this so important? Because God will only give you what you can effectively manage or steward. Now, what we're going to look at over these next six weeks is six examples, six passages from the New Testament that speak about the the who and the how. Because I love it. It said faithful and wise manager. Faithful speaks about the who, the identity. We need to be faithful managers or stewards. And it speaks about wise, which speaks about function or skill set. And so let's look at an example today. Number one, biblical managers understand the importance of good stewardship. And I'm going to tell you in a moment why this is so critical for me in terms of repentance. But here's an expanded version of the verse I read a moment ago, Luke chapter 12, verses 40 to 48. It said, Jesus said to his disciples, you also must be ready because the son of man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. Peter asked, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everyone? And the Lord answered, who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It'll be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. Truly, I tell you, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, my master is taking a long time in coming. And he then begins to beat the other servants, both men and women and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he's not aware of, he will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. Yikes! The servant who knows the master's will and does not get ready, or does not do what the master wants, will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. For everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. This shows just how important good management, that's the attitude that we should have as we wait for Jesus' return. We should be being good managers or stewards of what we have. And don't you love just how practical it is? It spoke about about this faithful and wise manager The master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time. This is practical. It speaks about budgets, rosters, timetables. Now, in some ways, I've had to repent as I've been studying this because I've always looked at management as kind of the the ugly stepsister. It's all about leadership, pioneering, breakthroughs. But this has convicted me. If I'm not focusing on learning to manage well what God has already given, then it's going to slow down the rate at which He can give us more. That's why I've had to truly repent. And so I want to leave you with just a couple of practical thoughts Practical management. Biblical managers consistently maintain healthy routines. Biblical managers consistently maintain positive, healthy routines that can ensure growth. Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? I love that. It speaks of two critical things. One is an allowance. Part of management means budgets. There's an allocation of time, resources, finances, all of these things. A good manager realizes resource allocation is crucial. It's part of what it means to manage well. It spoke about allocation at the proper time. Timing is crucial in terms of management. There's an on 
on time, in terms of things starting on time, meetings being on time. There's an end time in terms of these deliverables. Are they being delivered in time? Part of management means resource management and time management. But then Jesus pointed out two other things on the negative. Spoke about a bad manager who then began to beat the other servants, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. Third thing about management, it's not just time or it's not just budgets and allowance. It's not just time. Actually, it's the way we treat the people that are in our teams. Ultimately, we're managing people. It's the morale of a team. It's the way you interact with a team that's going to bring out the best in the team. And then spoke about this manager who ate, drank, and got drunk. In other words, our very example is critical. People do what people see. So to manage a team well, to manage well, means we have to be setting the example of what we want the team to be doing as well. So here's a final question to ponder as we go. What has been your perception of managing? Like me, maybe you have to do some repenting. Important or not important, positive or negative, and how does this need to change? So I hope you'll join us for the rest of the next five weeks as we study this wise and effective management. Let's learn to manage in the kingdom of God well. God bless. Can't wait to see you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.